It's your favorite personal finance expert and your favorite real estate guru and your favorite financial advisor. We got Sky. Hey. And we got Claudia. Healed a bit. We in this. In the group. Woo! In the building. Hey, we here. Woo! We are here. And uh, if you are tuning, we are getting ready to put some more power all up inside of your purse because we're talking about one of the things that I really love to talk about. Credit, credit, credit. Because to me, credit is like the gateway drug. Mm. It's like if you ain't got no credit, then what? you just ain't got no credit. And, then and ain't nobody going to give you no credit if you can't get no credit. So why? you're tuning in we're going to be talking all about credit i want you to know when you tune into this show you are getting a diversity of personality a diversity of principles and a diversity of prosperity it is exciting um and what you get when you tune into this show is we have these hypothetics so that we can reach everyone where they are whether if you are just starting out when it comes to the money game if you're in the middle of the game or if you're at the end of the game you're going to get something at least one thing that's going to Put some power all up inside of your purse. Um, a little bit, um, Claudia, and we were talking a little bit about, you kind of mentioned, we were talking about this. And, and for those of you who don't know Claudia, Claudia is a real estate investor. Expert. So expert guru gal, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were kind of talking a little bit about this, and you kind of posed and kind of played your role as the devil advocate. And you were saying that, you know, Shawnee, do people really need credit? And I just wanted you to kind of resound on that opinion just a little bit. Well, I tell you what, if you got some cash, mm-hmm. I don't know that you need the credit. Okay. But you can definitely use the credit to leverage a lot. Okay. Um, when you come to my seminars or you come to my office and you say, Claudia, I want to get started. What do I need to do? The first thing we need to look at is your credit. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're financing, obviously. Right. Because uh, you can have a down payment. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the credit. We've got to backtrack. Right. And so the first thing we need to look at is your credit, mm-hmm. making sure you're, and it's not just having high scores. People think, seem to think, oh, I've got an 800 score I can buy. We Banks look at the cream and potatoes. They, they look, yeah, they yeah. look at that. Yeah. And so if you, for example, let's just say you did a short sale two years ago, or you foreclosed on a home, or you had a repo, they look at that. Mm-hmm. They want to see... Your credit history. Yeah, they want to see. They your don't ability care that you back. paid off. You, you know, a lot of times people come with with credit issues and they're working on their own credit, mm-hmm. right? And they say, "Well, I paid this off. I paid this off," but they still got ninety day late, one hundred and eighty mm-hmm. days late. That's a problem because the bank is going to give you a thirty year loan. They want to know if you're going to pay them back their money. Wow. Exactly. And exactly. if you could pay it off, you wouldn't need them in, in the first place. Right. right. So right. not concerned that you paid the debt off. What is your pattern? Are you paying on time? Are you paying the minimum? Mm-hmm. Are you maxing out your credit? Yes. Are you every third month asking for more credit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Hello. Inquiry. Yes, yes. Credit is important. Credit is absolutely important. And Sky, for you, as you relate as a financial advisor and you're working with people that come in, mm-hmm. what do you, where, where do you kind of weigh in as it relates to credit? Where are you kind of weighing in? What are you telling people about their credit? Is that necessary where you are at your desk? Um, actually, credit doesn't determine what you do in the market or what you do for your long-term investments. However, it does. Because if you have bad credit, then you're paying more for things that you have. And so that's less money going towards your goals in your future. Okay. So while it doesn't have a direct impact, it has... A correlated impact. Correct. So. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen that are tuned in, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about winning the credit game from several perspectives. Me, as your personal finance expert, just want to make sure that you have the fundamentals to navigating. We're going to definitely let um, Claudianne, from the real estate perspective, weigh in on credit and from the uh, investment portion. And we're going to go ahead and uh, take our first commercial break. This is Shawnee Curry. St. Bill on Own Your Power Radio, and we're trying to figure out what's, what's in, in your, your purse. What's up? It's your boy Zay Day, artondex.com. Check out the book, the art album. I'm chilling here with Coach Simone at Own Your Power. You cats out here that all these power pirates in your lives start to own your power. Own your power lifestyle.com with Coach Simone in the building. Holler at your boy. Do you want more manageable hair? Is it dry and brittle? Got split ends? Nefertiti Secrets is an innovative system infused with a unique blend of nature's most nourishing ingredients, including moringa oil, keratin protein, aloe, sage, and rosemary extracts. Our formulas contain natural remedies that were used by ancient Egyptians. This amazing system will transform your hair with regular use and creates hair that's softer, silkier, and more beautiful than ever. Embrace royalty. For more information and to purchase your own products, Go to NefertitiSecrets.com. Welcome back to Own Your Power Radio with What's in Your Purse. So before we went off the break, we were discussing credit. Mm-hmm. Right. Take it away, Scott. So, so what we ask is, does it have anything to do with you investing? Yes. Does it have anything to do, do with you investing in the market or investing in real estate? It all depends on what your cash flow is. It all depends on where your money is. Because in other countries, you don't really use credit. But right. in the United States of America, that's what they use. Right. And you were, Claudia, and um, to kind of on our break, what you had start talking about was you were kind of mentioning that usually if someone has bad credit, they probably don't have money to invest. Is that kind of what you were well, saying? I, I what don't were know. you saying? I, I wouldn't say they didn't have money to invest. And mm-hmm. I, correct me if I'm wrong, Sky. I think you were saying before, and I'm not sure, but you don't really need credit for someone to start investing. You, you just need capital. Right. And so here's mm-hmm. the thing. The if credit shows us the history of who we are, mm-hmm. is it a fair assessment to think that that person doesn't have any money to invest because they just did very poorly? Mm-hmm. Well, credit, what credit does, and let's talk about what poor credit is because mm-hmm. we're saying bad credit, good credit. Well, what's bad credit? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, you have the three major companies that, you know, 
takes a report of what you do mm-hmm. and you know their TransUnion Experian and um, Equifax. 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 There you go. And so the lowest credit story, score you can have is three hundred, and the highest yeah. is eight fifty. That's right. So bad would be on the low scale. I was pointing to the client. Yeah. Was, so three hundred would be on the low end, and on the high end would be eight fifty. So what are they watching? How, what gives you the score? Yeah. There's so a, there's a number of matrix. There's, there's, a, there's a matrix, and there's mm-hmm. a number of things that give you the score. So so they're looking at if you're paying your bills on time. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you do get loans and when you're afforded credit, they're looking to see if you're paying it on time. They're looking if you're staying within your debt to income ratio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Debt to credit ratio. Debt, debt Meaning to credit, how much like how much of it is that right? you're actually right. taking? Like if you <clears> get if they give you a thousand dollars and you decide, hey, I'm gonna clock out five hundred. Well, you know? that's another one. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people so, don't understand. There's two. Yeah. Debt ratio. Yeah. yeah. And so if you could, if you, if you want yeah. me to do it, Go you ahead. do it. And so let me just give a, a, a simple example. You're making five thousand right. dollars and you're spending forty five hundred dollars on expenses every month. Right. You really have no room you to do a, nothing. Yeah. You have a high yeah. And what you were talking about utilization. Shiny, right. What you were talking about is if I have an American Express, a Visa, a MasterCard, and all of them have twenty thousand dollar balances, mm-hmm. right? And or or credit lines, mm-hmm. and I use eighteen thousand of each, that's a high credit. To, to debt ratio. Yes. And so that's what you were talking about. So yes. we're talking about debt to income, and then we're talking about how much of our credit we actually well, let's are Let's talk using. about both. I think both so, are important. Well, 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 yeah. So that's how we're breaking down how you know how they're reading or what what the number is saying about you. Right. So you have to understand so that you can manipulate it. Because mm-hmm. one thing, even if you do pay on time, even if you if you have high balances, that could bring your credit core low. That's low. right. So you have to understand what manipulates the numbers. Mm-hmm. So what makes it good, what makes it bad. And if you don't know, then you don't know. And then you're that word that people don't like me to say. Oh, and, yeah, don't say that word. And, you know, you can't make wise choices. <laughs> so I've yes. got a question for Shani. Mm-hmm. Shani, what percentage of the balance should people be using? Mm. You want to stay at that 30 percent time right okay. 30 percent is what you want for a buyers plus did you hear you that my your, real yeah. estate yes. buyers yeah. did you hear that yeah. repeat it again shawnee 30 percent 30 percent is what you want to do on those credit cards give an example is going to give you a plus uh a, a plus credit someone who is let's just say say for instance someone is looking to start working with you claudia mm-hmm. and not that they necessarily have poor credit but let's just say their utilization is just off right um the best thing that they can do is just pay everything down first 50 percent. that's the first thing you want to do you want to get everything so everything that's a good like just starting there right. like hey i'm here i have a 630 i really would like to join the 700 club and you're right. trying to figure out what's the first thing i can do to do that mm-hmm. that's right there with right up at the top you can go down look at everything that you have and just slash it in half by 50 percent mm-hmm. once you've done a good job at doing that then you want to go in and you want to see how can i get this to 30 percent right if you have 750 you don't want to 30 right. that's it right that is that those would be your numbers so that is just the yeah, that's just you have another question, Claudia. Go no, ahead. No, no, I want you to finish. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that that's just basic. That's right. basic information in terms of in terms of if you're trying to figure out, okay, how can I reinvent myself as it relate to my credit score? Those are gonna be the top things that you're gonna wanna look at for yourself. You're gonna wanna look at how much of this credit card that I'm actually using. And the other biggest thing is those late payments. Hey. Sixty days, ninety days. Would you believe that? One late payment will impact your score 50 points. points. 
50 points. I had a client directly um, that I was working with, and I was working with her for a period of time to improve her credit score, and everything was going good as it relates to boosting her credit score, disputing, getting things off of her credit. So um, for whatever reason in that process, she went ahead and was late on her car payment. Mm. So she had an issue with me. She said, Shani, my score is lower than it is than when we started working together. And I said to her, okay, let me go ahead and do a snapshot. Let's look at your credit report when you started and let's look at your credit report right now and let's kind of get a glance for where you actually are. Okay, so here we're still doing some disputing on your behalf that's working out some things have been removed but not all of them there's still some things that are there we're working on that that's a process they didn't come there overnight right they ain't gonna come off overnight Overnight. hello hello somebody yeah but (laughs) this here what you have done i said listen i could successfully have all of these things removed off of your credit but you have negated everything that i have done Mm, by this one late payment one time one time are you serious one time 50 points. What? 50. That's hard. 5-0. So, and then another thing that's very interesting about people as it relates to credit, because like you're saying, Claudia, it's about really and truly, even if you don't have any balances, um, or you're saying, oh yeah, I paid off everything. I have an 850 score because you're paying things on time. Right. right? You're okay. paying things on time. Right. But you're paying too many things on time is also an issue. Exactly. You know, not you're paying too many things, not the, the issue that you're paying things on time. It is the fact that you just got so many open accounts. You got so many open accounts. Right. They don't know. So it's your payment history that that they're going to be looking at to make a determination about you financially. So, Shawnee, you would say that your average client just does not have the room. So let's yes. just assume they do not have the room mm-hmm. to pay those credit cards off mm-hmm. 50%. Let's okay. just say. Okay. Right. I'm of the opinion, I just started back using credit cards. If I don't have the cash, I don't use it. That's right. Exactly. However, I, I travel a lot mm-hmm. and I like points. Yeah. And I, I like points. And so I oh. like to pay all of my bills on my credit cards, but right. I pay them off, off at the end month. of the month right. just to accumulate the points. Yes. Right. But how do you get that person to get there? I guess what I'm trying to say is if you don't have it, mm-hmm. should you don't even be it. using it? Right. So that's, that, that is one of the ways. Go ahead and chime in, well, Scott. Well, what I want to say is exactly that is is how you get someone to start is you say, yeah, you may have been approved for five or ten Mm-hmm. But let's let the company know you only want one thousand extended to you because mm-hmm. right now we're, we're we're learning how to ride a bike with training wheels. But interesting enough, most people <laughs> though, Sky, most people. So you 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 look at most people. Let's just say they have derogatory credit from the first point. They really you ain't really got to worry about nobody giving them ten thousand dollars. You know, like I that ain't about to, true. You, the most you probably Secured. gonna get is five hundred, and you got to put and it up. Then that five hundred that you gonna Came put in, they gonna make sure that two hundred and fifty dollars of it right off the bat is going towards annual fees. So you already behind the eight ball. Yeah, you're behind the eight ball right at the beginning. You know, so you're buying your credit. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would say to someone that you just, the hypothetical person that you just brought up, we were standing in their physical shoes and that's what what we had going on financially. Um, And you're saying, oh, I really don't have a whole lot to go ahead and do 50%. There's this really easy, easy process, right? Mm -hmm. It is simply called the snowball, right? The simple little snowball right you don't necessarily need me to help you to do it what you do is you write down all of your expenses free you nugget, write them free down nugget. Right, you on. just write them all down if you got 
five thousand and you just go down from five thousand all the way down to a thousand dollars. But that five thousand dollar one is going to be at the top, right? And the other one that's gonna be next to this five thousand dollar one is going to be the thing that has the highest interest rate. Right. Because you wanna go ahead and start knocking that baby off that's first. Right. So say for instance your minimum payment on that is just thirty five dollars, okay? Right. You wanna try to at least do a extra payment of at least a minimum of twenty percent. You right. wanna at least do that. And 35, come on, give me math, people. $35, 20%, what you got? 42. There you go. Bam. You up and that up. So now you pay 35 and you're adding an additional $45 to that payment. Okay. On a monthly basis, on a monthly basis, you're going to sit there and make sure that you send them a, you're going to send them a check with a letter that says, Attached. apply this to Print the principal. And make sure you write it in the memo yes. the section of the check. You got yes. it? The remitter. You got it? That little line at the bottom where it yes. says remitter. You're going to write that in there so that they know that you want this to be applied to the principal. And once you finish that process all the way down, you're going to pay everybody else a minimum payment. Then you're going to go ahead and knock out that. You're going to go ahead and knock out that one that's in first lien position, right. and then you're going to have the second one. Then right. the money that you used to apply to the first one, you're now going to apply it to the second one. Right. So that is just a simple process to going ahead and just knocking everything down. A lot of times people get their tax return. And they say, I'm going to go ahead and just knock out all these bills. I'm going to go ahead and just be done with this. Mm -hmm. I got my $5,000. I'm Mm going to pay all these people back. Mm -hmm. Well, Kleinian, right at the beginning of it, one of the things that you talked about was payment history. Payment history is going to count for 35% of determining your credit score. So for those people that get really excited about getting their tax return saying, hey, I I accrued all this debt during the year. Now I'm going to go ahead and just knock it out. You know, I'm going to knock it out. But it's just... That's very similar to a friend. If I borrowed twenty five hundred dollars from you, Claudianne, and I didn't come back for two years, I ain't call, I ain't write no letter, I ain't tell you nothing, and I say, okay, it's been two years. Here you go, Claudianne. Here goes twenty five hundred dollars. You may or may not take the money at the time, but what's going to be there is that negative experience, that not calling, so when you that come not back communicating. Months, so when you come back in two months, say, I need yeah, you might not even come back. In no, two you months. ain't coming back. <laughs> you may not even want to call me. You, you just gonna not, put my check you, in the mail. Right, but, but that's what yeah. happens. To that's what, so they, that's what happens with your credit score. Think about it as being a relationship. <laughs> Furthermore, so when you finally decide to give people that $2,500 that you owe them for two years that you've been ducking and dodging over mm. a period of time, they now have a negative affinity to you, very similar to your credit report, right? right. So people will say to me, okay, Shawnee, so now I went ahead and paid this. Everything should be good. My friend's like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna." My client said to me, oh, I'm going to pay this on time for the next six months. Well, they're just like that friend, sweetheart. That one payment is going to impact that entire relationship no matter how many times you pay them on time Mm -hmm. they're never gonna forget that you was late let me just tell you too from a real estate perspective your score has some influence on your interest rate yes you know you hear these things where you can get a loan for you know with your 565 or your 585 credit score but you're going to be paying in the over 30 years yes an extra couple of points potentially Yes. yes yes I mean, when you start looking at 30 years of payment, mm-hmm. my That's goodness. That's a lot. Yeah, you, you're going to be refinanced real real soon. And this is my point that I yes. alluded to earlier, how it affects your investment. Because, yes. Because if your credit score is 
well, I think the minimum is like a seven fifty or seven thirty. You can get to buy a house, or maybe less than that. Can you get a six thirty? Five eighty. You get six thirty like and get yourself a so, mortgage. So, so six thirty, five eighty mm-hmm. depends on the bank, the lender. You're going to be paying a higher interest rate than somebody at least four hundred dollars more. Right. So mm-hmm. four hundred dollars more annualized. Yeah. Going towards your retirement versus the mortgage company. Yes. You know, it really impacts your investment. So it's very important for you to understand all the contributors, all the things that affect your financial goal. Let me just say this, because I've seen this happen right around me. I've seen people refinance their homes Mm -hmm. to cover their debt. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't do that. Don't take your, don't take your bad habits, take the equity out of your house to refinance and you've not done anything to the behavior. Those hey, people do the same thing. That's a thing very valid point. Over and yeah. over. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen it with family members. So I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. ditto. You pay thirty to $40,000 of your credit card debt off on your refi. Remember when you refi, you've got to pay, pay closing, closing costs. costs all over again. Fees. Yeah. You, you just fees. Yeah. And so you just add on to the balance of the loan. Sometimes the credit, the interest rate is not even that that yeah, much of a better. difference. Yeah, to, to really and so just be careful it. with that. Yeah, because a change lot of the times, behavior. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot of times people refinance. They refinance the interest rate, but you're not refinancing <clears throat> time. Yeah. So you're resetting the time on that loan. So maybe you were maybe at about you know maybe you had 15 years. Now that you've reset it, refinancing. Now you're starting 25. all the way over. That's now right. you're back at 30 years. Yeah. So you can refi. If somebody wants to let you refinance, let them refinance rate only and that affects your financial plan yeah for, for whatever your retirement age is yes. now you still have these expenses yeah you I've still got have a, a question for shawnee i know you're the the credit uh, expert mm-hmm. what do you think about making settlements mm. i yeah. find myself in conversations with people who just don't have it they are up to here you know, they're just breathing by a little. Right. And they just don't have it. They don't have the room. Mm-hmm. You know, I find myself you know, often telling people, you know what, call that lender oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and make some type of payment arrangement mm-hmm. or settlement. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, the interesting thing about this settlement thing, mm-hmm. which is which 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 I prefer. So there's two things. Yeah. Here's the caveat. Always the caveat. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, so the interesting thing is, is that. Um, people will go ahead and settle. And if you're boosting your credit score or you're trying to do, sometimes you got to figure out what your goal is. You got to figure out is your goal debt elimination or are you trying to improve your credit score or you just don't want to hear these haggling people on your phone anymore. So you can have, you know, one, two, three goals in that process. Mm -hmm. But what happens here, at least I can speak to what happens in Florida, is that when you go ahead and settle, Mm -hmm. they will go ahead in that difference, they will charge you as income. It will become income for you Mm -hmm. so you have to decide whether or not if this settlement that you created for yourself let's say you went ahead and you settled with this company for six hundred dollars and then they go ahead and tax you as income on that six hundred dollars you have to decide whether or not if it's more effective for you to go ahead and settle or if you're going to go ahead and deal with that so it really depends on your goal me right off the bat i'm going to go with settling and dealing with that income Mm -hmm. when it comes hopefully you'll be able to have enough credits i'm not a tax professional so i'm Mm -hmm. not going to get into all of that but you really have to weigh your odds and see okay can i deal with this in income or you know is it really going to help me with my credit score so you definitely want to look into that because a lot of times i'm glad you mentioned that because from the real estate perspective and i'm going to use a short sale as an example of that 
you know, that 1099C, that difference, and let me just give you an example. You owe 300000 you did a short sale, you sold the house for less than what you owed to the bank. They give you that difference back as income. Yes. Right. And you've got to pay income yeah, taxes you on that pay, money. Yeah, you have to. You know, if it's your homestead, it might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But on your investment properties, that's definitely something you yeah. want to consider yeah. and look at. Now, usually, now when you're talking about something like a short sale, that 1099, that's a lot higher. But yeah. usually when you're talking about somebody dealing with a debt for about dollars. $1,200 yeah. or $800, you have to go ahead and True. make that so that you can know whether or not if this is a good time to go ahead and improve that score mm-hmm. and be thinking about, oh, God, you know, because... The thing is, is that when it comes to taxation, you're dealing with credits and not right. dollar for dollar. So, and, and the other point to that, the other side to that is not only would it be reported as income, but on your credit, it will be reported as a charge off. Yeah. And that's still a negative look yeah. on your credit. So at least you so, can, yeah, but, but, but depending on yourself, if you are creative, you can't have those kind of derogatory comments removed from your score. So as, it, you, work yeah, on as it. you work on it, you can have it disputed, you know, things like now, that as you improve it. Those is it things true can be that removed. with time those things aren't evaluated anymore um so people say the seven year long is you're talking about the seven years so this no no no, no. Future, i'm talking no. about maybe three or four years so three it's so i've got some good stuff going on still yeah. i've got some charge-offs it's three years ago right. they're not reporting anymore right we're gonna get into the same way if this was a relationship and i borrowed money from you you know and right. i went ahead and i borrowed some money from you and over the course of the relationship i've paid you back on time and then sometimes i haven't paid you back on time so that's really is going to play into that 35 percent creation of your credit score in terms of your ability to sometimes pay and sometimes pay late so the main thing for those people that go ahead and take that income tax take that five thousand dollars and pay off their debts they they definitely want to make sure that they either themselves go ahead and Google the process to having things disputed because right. those negative comments have a huge impact, impact on, your on your score. Yes. So, so Shani, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But I want you guys to stay tuned. This is getting very interested. This is What's in Your Purse, and it's on Own Your Power Radio. Let's 
personal, personal Let's stay for a while And play such a beautiful moment Amazing. Amazing. 
And we are back on Own Your Power Radio. These are your favorite money chicks. That's ching, right. Ching, ching, ching. And making sure you get a little bit of bling, bling, but you don't get out the black when you do it. That's right. Hello. Mm-hmm. So we're talking all about credit, and Claudia has been really good at asking some really good questions, yeah, right? She She's asking the good questions. She asked on the break on how many credit cards you should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you raised a very good point, so it would be based on your total financial picture, depending right. on how much income, because you don't want to. But for the average person, the most they want to have is three credit cards. We're talking about ideal. We're talking about A-plus credit people. Right. Because those people that have have so many credit cards you know you look like a risk because if i keep asking you for money what is that an indication of you need it. i ain't got you no money it. exactly right. and who wants to give money to somebody who don't have no money exactly right. nobody right so that's the that's the main thing the other thing that you want to do you want to make sure it wants you because sometimes when i'm dealing with a person and they're just starting to get into the credit game they have to create they have to go ahead and create some level of credit so right. they may start out with a Victoria's secret card they a may secure, start out with a secure card uh, yes so yes specifically but someone who is applying for credit they're trying to get other people to gas give them card. credit they may get a gas car they a may retail. only be able to get a department mm-hmm. store or retail car mm-hmm. so you those may be your first cards mm-hmm. you know those are the ones you're going to start out with the ones that anybody will actually say hey yeah you can take this go ahead buy my stuff right. take this borrow my money so what you want to do is you want to use those and the thing is about those very poor credits you know about those they high really treat rate. you bad they have high interest rates and fees. their annual fees but- are ridiculous but remember this you're getting those credit cards to build yes credit yes not to borrow money right and so remember don't use what you don't have and at the end of the month Guess what? You could pay zero percent if you pay it in full. Exactly. Very, very. Yeah, you don't have to pay no interest. I'm using my credit. I'm paying it off. Mm -hmm. I'm using my credit. I'm paying it off. So, Claudia, what I hear you saying is, is if I have a credit card that has twenty eight percent interest rate. I could not pay interest on it at all by paying it off every month. Yes, I believe so. before they send the bill. That's yes, a, that's, what that's I how hear you, you can. Yeah, that's how you can avoid that. Uh, uh, another good thing and is you get points. Sometimes and you get points. points, and that's yeah. That well, I do like the points. I do like not. You can get no. You, <laughs> not on the starter. That's not available on the starter card. <laughs> yeah, that, but we're just talking. Yeah, points are not available. You might get coupons. <laughs> you might get coupons. Based on your credit score. And you're definitely gonna get some emails <laughs> right, right. <laughs> about buy this and buy that. So when you're starting out, that may be the first line of credit cards that people will actually allow you to start your credit and exactly what you said Claudia you're using those cards to build credit right. not to buy stuff yeah. so when I'm talking to to my clients and they're just doing it essentially to build you are to use these cards for two things within your budget gas right. and grocery because you know you have the money for your gas and your grocery so when that bill comes you see a G and a G you already have that money to the side if you normally spend $500 on gas and grocery you know Don't hey spend. I'm going to keep this money when the bill comes that's money that i would normally naturally be spending anyway i'm gonna go ahead and take it and pay my bills that's That's what you're gonna do that way you don't have to deal with interest and that way you don't have to worry about falling behind and letting that five hundred dollar gas and grocery bill turn into a five thousand dollar debt you know i I, I want i want to ask i want to talk about christmas time it's very important yes but before we get into that i I just want to put this bug in your ear shawnee and uh sky are there different credit cards in terms of how revolving? Yes. Installment? Yes. 
pay it back at the end of types of loans. Yeah, different yeah. types yeah. of loans. Different types of Dif- loans. Different types of credit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want you to talk about that because that's very important for the consumers yes. to understand. But yeah. before we go there, I want to talk about this Christmas time. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Oh, boy. Christmas seems to put a lot of people in, in debt. debt. And yeah. in depression. Don't feel obligated to buy people presents. Mm-mm. If you don't have it, give them your presents. Ooh. Buy them a Christmas card. Or be them your, that's what I tell them. If you dollar, can't buy a dollar present. Dollar Tree sells them by the pack. Get, or don't, get don't, a, don't, don't, y'all got to watch my video for that. You know, <laughs> don't, don't buy nobody nothing from Dollar Tree. No, you know? the Christmas card. The Christmas, if you can't buy nobody no present, just be present. Okay. Just I like give that. them your present. Like and you it. know what you know? happens is that you start to create this pattern that people now expect, expect yes for you to buy them something <laughs> exactly oh, wow. and so i've got a lot of friends right yeah. Yeah. and you've got a lot of babies uh-huh yeah, okay. and i said you know what this year i just it's mentally like draining it. yeah i support these children all year yeah. long mm-hmm. why is this one day that yeah. important for gifts yeah and i just said this year last year i, was, I wasn't doing it mm-hmm. and not that i get into debt because i don't because i'm a great shopper mm-hmm. but we have a lot of people that backtrack yeah because they didn't write their goals down. Yeah. And when they went to make that $500 pur- purchase, yeah. they didn't ask themselves, is this going to help me towards my goal? When you get to your goal and you have excess, yeah. then you can it's do whatever you want. You won't even think about it. It's Christmas all year round. And you got Christmas 365. Your credit's so good. <laughs> and that's part of financial literacy. When you're yeah. budgeting. Yeah. People, you know, when you're looking at your line items, one of the line items should be gifts. Yes. Should be vacation. Yes. Should be, you know, and, and so Tires. you budget. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. budget for incidentals. And so so that when that time comes, you have an allotted amount that you spend. And when you reach that allotted amount, you stop. Yes. And if you don't reach that allotted amount, then guess what? You have spillover to put towards your budget for next year. You got it. So let's talk about the different types of loans Mm -hmm. you can obtain with credit cards. Yeah, so interesting enough, I will look at someone's credit score and their score will be lower just because they don't have a mortgage. That can actually be looked at them as a negative thing against them as it relates to their credit because they kind of want you, if you're going to be getting They actually that on an application, the loan application. Do you own or do you rent? Do you own or do you rent? So it's actually, sometimes someone could have a lesser credit score than someone who has a mortgage and not a mortgage. So you're talking about installments installments are going to be those fixed payments they not going to change they're going to stay the same a car payment car payment okay mortgages those are going to be your installments right and then you're going to have revolving revolving are going to be those things Retail. that you yeah revolving are going to be those things that it the bill is not always the same it's based on what you yeah run. it's based on what you use run how much you use you know this month your bill might be 35 dollars. next month it might be 350 depending on you and those things that are installments are typically like if you're if you're going to be late on something you don't want to be late on your car note or your mortgage. And you don't want to be late on your mortgage. Not at all. Because it's a bigger thing. Yeah, those are some hard hits that yeah. you want to go ahead and recover. But for those of you that are tuning in and you're thinking, okay, Shawnee, all right, I'm already in my mess. You know, I've already done this. I'm listening to your conversation. And the reason why I'm listening is because I'm kind of hoping that at some point you're going to do a buy in. You're going right. to give me something that I can do because I hear you and I already have bad credit. So what's next for me? Right. Okay. So what's next for you is you need to go ahead and confront your credit hello because we all know here goes my tweetable if you cannot confront it 
You cannot change it. Hello, yeah, yeah. somebody. So yeah. you got to confront it. So go ahead and use some level of a system, whatever system you prefer. Um, you're going to want to use one of the more superior ones, more like annual credit report, um, Equifax.com. You right. want to actually use a bona fide uh, credit you know, burrow to go ahead and generate it because sometimes you can get an e-score. Right. E-scores are a lot different than, than your, your actual, actual score. Sometimes I'll look at someone's actual score versus their e-score and it can be anywhere from 20 to 30 points different. Wow. Can you explain e-score? E-scores is not actually, this is kind of like an estimate. This is like a guesstimate based on... E for estimate. Couple, yeah, E for estimate. Okay. This is, yeah, so that would be your e-score. It's not actually a hard hit. That's why they're promising you that you can go ahead and not look an at your credit score it's not actually it's not actually an inquiry coming off of you know going against you on your credit score so what they do is they're kind of taking like an estimate a snapshot of a few factors so it's not counting negatively against your inquiry that's why you can keep looking at it so you see those things on credit karma um those are the ones that you see you're going to chime in sky yeah i just wanted to say another way that your credit affects your income or your wealth generation is a lot of people won't hire you yeah. If you don't have Yeah, if you don't good have credit. Good and so credit. that affects your income, what you're bringing in right. and your purchasing power. Oh my, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And your purchasing power as well as your investment. Yeah. Coming out of the job market. Yeah, so yeah. so so interesting time. enough. Yeah, that that is one of the factors yeah. for a lot That's of jobs. Say for instance, yeah. if you wanted to work for a bank mm-hmm. or you wanted to work for any type of financial um, company health institution, too, yeah. um, health insurance, they're going to go mean, ahead and pull your credit. There are two reasons why they're pulling your credit. Well, three reasons why they're pulling your credit. Number one, if you're trying to work for a financial institution, they want to make sure that you can go ahead and pro- provide, you know, integrity. yeah, with integrity. Um, number two is it's an indication of how much stress that you're under. So if you are up under a lot of stress, unless you just don't care. Yeah. Unless you just don't <laughs> care. And, like, which, and it's sometimes, you know, God, yeah. Yeah. And that says a lot about their character. So so they're doing it for mm-hmm. one, they want to know if you have integrity. Two, they're doing it to measure your stress level. Mm-hmm. And three, to kind of look at your character. Shine, let me ask you a question. Where can our listeners go? They're they're listening right now. They don't know where they're where they where they stand in terms of their score, mm-hmm. what's on their credit. Annualcreditreport.com would be the best place. Can you for repeat you to go. that one more time? Annual creditreport.com that would be oh and if you really yes let me ask you this because I know that a couple of my clients have started engaging and working with you Mm -hmm. um, in terms of credit repair Mm -hmm. can they use your services to help with credit repair yes you can use my yes you can you guys oh hoop me up I love it plug 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 you definitely you can reach me at shawnee at purseempowerment.com remember my name kind of looks like shani but it's pronounced shawnee shawnee at purseempowerment.com s-h-a-n-i purseempowerment.com and um yes claudia no no you go yes and you want to find me on facebook all things purse empowerment if you're just having some specific questions about your credit that's really why i really wanted to push you guys to have this show so that people can really just get in the game because a lot of the times they feel like you know what my score is so bad i'm in shame now i want to turn it around a little bit on youtube just a little bit now claudia you work you help people build wealth through real estate investing so how likely is it for someone who has a negative credit score what could they do if they're trying to like okay whatever i heard what you said but i want to get into real estate i i I, i'm not improving my credit right now that's way too much for me what do they do i have to ask this i I have to 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 get an ideal 
of what their yeah. goals are. Right. Okay. I need to know they you have to... cash on hand. Okay, let's say they And let's, let's say, say let they me do. Make, let me just give you an example. Okay. I met with a client today. She's got a home that she rents out with no mortgage. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband together collectively make about $110,000. Mm-hmm. They don't carry a lot of debt, but they have a business in another state that they've been taking well, they've been taking the income from the single family that they have with no mortgage, the income, $1,300 a month, and putting, into a, it, putting it into a business that's not making any money. Mm. They've decided to close that business down, take their losses, and move on. So now what they can do is take that $1,200 a month after they pay their expenses, their taxes and insurance, and they can start saving that money towards the next purchase. Now, watch this. They have a property with no mortgage. Right. Beautiful. They can take money out of that property and leverage the, I didn't say take 100% of the equity out. I didn't say that. So if the property's worth 200, you may want to do no more than $80,000. Wow. Now, she's a little mm-hmm. concerned because she likes that her property's paid off. Of so maybe her next step is not to buy income producing property in terms of in terms of uh, on a monthly basis. Basis. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But maybe she can buy a property. She does minimal work and she flips it. She makes a return of $40,000, let's just say. She's going to get that money back out of the property. She's going to take that money back that Mm -hmm. she got from the sale of the investment, pay back off the mortgage, Mm -hmm. and now she's got about $40,000. Then I'm just making up an example here. But that's the rule. So now she doesn't have a mortgage anymore. Mm -hmm. She's leveraged the property. She did not go and buy a new car. Mm -hmm. She set goals, and she asked herself, does this car purchase get me to my goal mm-hmm. no it did not it get you to work right but it ain't gonna get you to your goal. right take the bus no but the point is is that she's paid back off the investment she's still collecting 1200 1300 a month and now she's flipped the property so now she's got a basis now to maybe go and get two loans and let me tell you they didn't have the best credit but they've got the asset. So everybody's story is different. And right. based that. That on. That was just wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And based on their financial makeup and their mm-hmm. picture is how I got them. I exactly. love it. Yeah. I love it. So that, that was, that, that, that was just wonderful. It's just mouth taking mouth. What do you call it? Yeah. Yeah. Breath it's taking. It's juicy. It's juicy. <laughs> In your purse. And that, yeah. and that, and that is it. I, um, I, I do hope that those that was tuning in with us had the opportunity to pick up some definite, um, credit nuggets to begin to improve their credit score. Look at the utilization, look at your debt to income ratio. And one of the things that you said, Claudine, that was awesome is that decide whether or not if this thing is going to move you closer to your goal or is it going to take you five steps back if you would like to get in touch with us i am your favorite personal finance expert i'm shawnee curry saintville you can find me at purseempowerment.com and on all of your social medias i am purse empowerment I'm Sky Maduro, your personal financial advisor. You cover your car, you cover your house, time to cover your life. We do life insurance, we do right. college planning, ooh, ooh, we ooh. do retirement planning. I like Call that. me, 954 465 and you cannot afford not to have it. Oh, All right, and this is Claudia Hibbert-Smith.
If you are thinking anything about real estate, you give me a call. That's 954-874-2211, And we've got some amazing tips for you. So if you want to follow us at Hibbert, H-I-B-B-E-R-T group, real estate, feel free. And that's right. This has been Own Your Power Radio. What's in your purse? Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> like us on Facebook at Own Your Power Radio or follow us on Twitter at Own Your Power. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own Your Power.